humans and 30-ish, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 24 of Humans in 30-ish. Great number. Um, Welcome, everyone. If you're new here, welcome to the podcast. If you're an existing listener, welcome back. I'm Luke McCredden, and with me, as always, is the wonderful Matt Peake. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Luke. Um, 24, that was a great show, wasn't it? 24. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm. I, I know you had some sort of strong feelings towards 23, last episode um i've i've got sort of those feelings towards 24 it's a great number a really yeah, do, you, got... do you mind yeah yeah the following yeah. takes place between 9 30 p.m and 10 p.m <laughs> on the evening of the humans in 30 podcast <laughs> well done well done thank you jack jack bauer yeah good good concept of a show actually isn't it really yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's your classic elevator pitch mm. <laughs> in in the biz in the biz your yeah. beers, yeah. You would have done a few pitches in your time. Not in elevators, <laughs> but in other locations, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, good. And um, yeah. So, like I said, welcome everybody. It's great to it's great to have you on board. Um, you know, if you're a subscriber, awesome, love it. If you're not, jump on there and subscribe. Give it a subscription. It just means you'll get the episodes before anyone, and you'll get them delivered to your device or your whatever it is that you listen on, and uh, that makes it easier. And don't forget to share it round too. We'd love for you to share it with your friends and family, work colleagues, even people you don't like. Just share it mm. with them because they might end up being your best mate after they hear one out of those of, episodes. Out of spite. Out yeah. of spite. <laughs> yeah, potentially. Um, but wherever it is uh, you do get them to, jump on and, and they're all subscribable. So thank you, everyone. And and Instagram as well. We'd love to see you um, jump on the Instagram page. Humans underscore podcast is where you'll find it. And it's also a good way to get in touch, isn't it, Matt? And share with us what you're thinking about any of our weird and wonderful topics. Yep. And, and yeah, actually, I speaking of those topics, I had an incident just, just quickly. There mm. was an incident through the week that I need to, to oh. mess up to. Yeah. Um, so I, I was, I was out with some, just some colleagues at a, at a cafe. It was quite a pretentious cafe called St. Ali around the South Melbourne area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll, you know, I was with some colleagues and, and, and a, a colleague, um, you know, we'll call her Barb's, uh, her name is Barb's, but, we'll, <laughs> but she, she ordered a cappuccino Oh, and she's, you know, she's quite young. Um, and, and she ordered a cappuccino. So I was really excited by that. Right. Yeah. But then this, this, this young guy, this kind of, he, he, you know, at this coffee shop there, it's like a warehousey coffee shop and they wear like these jumpsuits, these like pretentious jumpsuits. And anyway, he brings out the cappuccino, no sprinkles. Oh, sand sprinkles. Wow. Well, just a nude white froth. Oh, it was a latte. Really? <laughs> and, and, and I was shocked. Barb's was shocked. The other colleagues were shocked. Yeah. And I had to, I had to do something. So I called, <laughs> I called him back and I go, excuse me. Um, I was polite, obviously. And yeah, I go, yeah. hey, are you out of sprinkles here? Like, what's the deal? It's a cappuccino. And he's like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like. I think that sprinkles is like something from like the fifties. Oh, what? <laughs> I was like, come on, this is the problem. Yeah. So, and, and 
it, this is probably where it gets a bit dark. I got him to bring to find some sprinkles, <laughs> and he did the walk of shame, and he had to come out. I reluctantly had to sprinkle her what was then a latte, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it became a cappuccino. So, wow. oh man, so it's it's happening out there. Like these, this is the tension on the streets right now. Wow, that's some heavy stuff. You know? Yeah, what a that's vis- that's a vivid Oof. anecdote. Yeah, you can yeah. That's putting wow. it, that's putting us right in the spot there. I mean, there's awkwardness the 50, all around. The fifties, the fifties. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a it's a weird sort of decade to choose. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. Oh wow! I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it was a hot topic when you brought it up a few weeks ago on the on the show. So, um, but yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, look, we're going to dive right in, and and I'm off. First, I'm kicking things off tonight, mm. Matt. So if you um, if you just sort of um, take a seat from a from a TV viewer point of view for a moment, um, Australians all around the place are excited this week with the uh, with the new Big Brother being launched, and reality mm. TV fans are excited. I should say, let's let's be specific, specific. You know, I suppose Big Brother was kind of the OG reality show here in Australia, wasn't it? Way back when. <laughs> Kind of yep. brought a brought a bit of a new meaning to to TV watching, um, but I I think I was thinking about the whole reality thing, and we've spoken about it off and on on the on the sh- on this podcast before. But there's an element of reality which I think for, on TV is being missed potentially, and and I think it could be a real watchable sort of a, a thing. And and I'm talking about something that's quite big on YouTube, and and that's the reactions. Have you seen the reactions videos? They're quite entertaining actually. So people reacting to certain videos or certain music or whatever it may mm. be. And even though the, there is an element of that in all the reality shows that are out there, I think something specific really purely on based on people's genuine and raw and real reactions could be quite entertaining. Now, I'm not a big reality TV fan as a rule, but I think there's some stuff that could be done here which could be could be interesting. Um Look, I know to a degree, um, you know, things like Gogglebox and um, there's things like that that are kind of reaction-based, aren't they? You know, there's people watching shows for the first time. But there's also – it's also a bit set up, as in they know that they're going to be reacting to something. But I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking putting people in a position where they're going about their normal day. So people that are going to be a part of this show are people on the street doing their thing, walking to work – Walking the dog, doing whatever. And I've got a bit of an idea for a show. So can I sort of pitch something to you, Matt, as, as someone who's, you know, had a hand in film and this sort of thing for quite a while? Yep, go for it. Yeah, go for it. So my reality show consists of basically one host or one, one star of the show, right? And, and, and effectively in an episode, they'll be in various location, locations throughout the episode, episode simply with a tennis ball in hand. And basically what, what this what this host will do at some point or during the episode will just sort of walk up to an unsuspecting victim and, and just throw a tennis ball at them. Now, I know that might sound weird, but just go with me on this because I think if you think about you going to get your morning coffee and have someone come and just throw a tennis ball at it's not going to hurt, is it? It's not a brick. It's not going to hurt. But your reaction would be... I mean, you get all sorts of different reactions. If you threw a tennis ball randomly at people throughout the course of a day and maybe at 10 different people, those 10 reactions are going to be fascinating, aren't they? 
Isn't this just like a prank show though? Yeah, but it's a you. The the what happens then is the host moves, it, it, it disappears, and the, and the, it's it's all focused on the on the recipient of the tennis ball hit, and that reaction to capture the re- and now that's reality as opposed to sort of being in a studio set or anything like that. Capturing a what would be a there'd be there'd be confusion, there'd be anger, there'd be the reactions that you would capture on that. I I just look, I just I'm just putting it out there. I think there's something that could be that could be done in that space. But why wouldn't you just throw like, like an egg on their face? Because because it, it's not going to ruin their day. A tennis ball is not going to ruin their day, right? So and it's more, it's almost more. An egg would just probably lead to anger ninety percent of the time. I think there's more confusion around something like a tennis ball hitting you in the back or on the leg or in the arm or even on the face. So uh, so do they get to keep the ball and then they have to throw it at someone else or? I'm open or is to suggestions. It just, is it just is it half an hour of tennis ball reaction? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Yeah, we could be doing 20 20 15 to 20 tennis ball throws an episode. Well, I mean that's that's it's not quite your 24 pitch. No. <laughs> um not quite. But I I, I thought you were going to say film people's YouTube reactions. Well, which I thought was an interesting idea. Filming their reactions to well, like when you see, like I know there's a lot of videos on YouTube and on the web mm. that people, you know, are like severe accidents that even oh. I think a lot of people watch those that brutal stuff. Yeah. Like, like you so say, you wouldn't show it, but you'd show the reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was. I think I thought that I didn't know you were going to go with the tennis ball thing. But with that said, you know, if I was walking down the street. And someone threw it through through a tennis ball at me. Yeah. I, I guess, um, I, I I don't know. Hopefully, no, I would don't. catch it. But you don't know how you'd react, do you? And this is the thing. And that I think. But if I was to say, if you were to say that so you were walking down the street and you got an egg thrown at you, you'd just be you'd be furious, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So that's like a jackass type thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying keep it nice, keep it nice, but. Keep it a little bit. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because there still could be some rage. Oh, there still could be. Especially if you manage to knock over a cappuccino, you know. Um, but I don't know. I just, I'm just trying. I was just thinking it, trying to branch out on what, what we're sort of becoming the norm of reality TV, which it's going down the path of being far from reality, you know. Um, but I think you know the the reactions and the the real. I, I life think sort if of- you're going to go Big Brother. It should be throw the ball, but then you you spend a day with that person. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So so that so you get their permission yeah. to be like, hey, Doug or a, um, Kathy, mm. let's uh, you, you know, sorry the ball hit you in the eye, but you know, why don't why don't you just take us uh, with you today? Where are you headed? Yeah. Hairdresser or. Um, Go work, and and then you, you, like th- that's it. that's the show. So, so the tennis ball, so the tennis ball throws almost the icebreaker, and th- and maybe yeah. there's something in that in the title. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, and yeah. and the randomness of it, you know, you get their attention with with the tennis ball. Mm. You know, hey, you, you've you've just had a tennis ball thrown at you. You've been chosen <laughs> to, to to be on. Um, Day in the life, you know, yeah. it's almost like yeah. this is the life, but mm. it's the day in the life. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, well, there you go. And this is this is why I wanted to bring it up. I just think there's something there. There's something more real about about all that, isn't there? You know, I know, I know the I know the contestants of a say a, a Big Brother, for example, a strange or you know they're they're they're, they're common folk initially, um, mm. but it's still a, a con- very controlled environment, I guess. You know. Yeah. 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 I I I think there's something in the ball just being the symbol for. A, yeah. a choose your own adventure, you know, choose ball of choice. Adventure. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, but I, t- that, I mean, that's about as random as we get. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's over to you now. There's, there's plenty, of, plenty of room for growth there. But go for it. Well, I, my, I, this is sort of a, a little thing, but I, I'm 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 actually sick and tired of chords. Yeah, I, I as far in the in the form of like let power chords and and charge. Yeah, like and, even okay. what's in front of me now. It's just it's there's so many chords, mm. and I was triggered by this the 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 other day, right? Because when we when we moved house recently, I, I told you this. We we moved in, and the previous tenants they they took the NBN black box. Mm. So. You know, and, and and for all our listeners out there, just if you're moving house, please just keep the black box. Leave the black box. You take the modem, but leave the black box. Mm. So anyway, we were without internet for some time, and that's like after what gas, electricity, and water. It's it's internet, right? Mm. So I, I needed some options because I was going to wait maybe weeks for this tenant to return the black box, if if not at all. It's like finding a black box. <laughs> It's, it's a tough thing at the best of times, like the MH370. So, but an MBN black box, I didn't hold much hope. So anyway, I called IONet for some solutions and they said, oh yeah, we've got this sort of wireless home broadband. I was like, wireless home broadband? Mm. Jeez, sign me up, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? So I'm like, I could walk with, you know, take this anywhere in the house. It arrives and I open it up I thought I had to diffuse the thing. There were that many chords. It was like a homemade suicide bomb. Jesus. So what, what was their whole... Well, it was a modem, but I still had to plug it into the wall. It, like, it wasn't wireless. You know, when, when I buy a cordless vacuum, which is probably the greatest invention in the 21st century, I, I can't think Jesus. of anything else. And my LG cordless vacuum, I take everywhere with me in the house. It's got your pump action sort of uh, function, and it's it's you know the the, it's just wonderful. Like Mm. I do so much vacuuming because it's just so mobile, and it's cordless. It's legitimately cordless. There's no cords, right? Mm. But when when they're saying wireless, and yet it's it's corduroy city, (laughs) I, I I don't know what they're doing. And there's another thing with cords, and I don't know if you think this. But we we had this baby monitor um, that you know for for, for uh, our, our son, and we'd sometimes we'd take the baby monitor because it's a two way thing to various locations. And I swear that when in transit, these cords would make love. Mm. They 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 had to be together. Yeah, like they and they were so entangled that it was so frustrating. And it's like the ring, you know, the Lord of the Rings and how it wants to be found yeah. by, by Sauron. These cords want to be tangled. They've got an amazing ability to 
tangle and stick together, and not only just tangle in a bit of a wrap, they like tie knots and and things. Oh. It's it's incredible. It's not, inc- knots you haven't even haven't even been invented yet. I mean, you could have done scouts for your whole childhood and still not be able to tie these knots. Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, it, and and look, it's not. It's also not exclusive to any sort of cord. Any cable, any lead from a you know, a musical lead, microphone, guitar leads, all that sort of thing, through to a phone charger or, or you know, earphone. You know, I know there's sort of wireless earbuds and things like that now, but your typical sort of iPhone ear, earplugs, anything, anything is just got this amazing yeah. ability to tangle up. And part of me thinks there's some manuf- manufacturer out there just having a bit of a laugh. Do you think? Like, there's yeah. got to be something in the materials that, you know, makes it, I don't know join up somehow well i don't think you know in the future i I can't see i still think you're always going to need cords or cables in some way shape or form yeah so let's just accept that don't promise that it's wireless yeah and 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 send me a whole bunch of wires you know but in invent like the everlasting gobstopper in in, gobstopper invent the the um the untangable cord Mm. somebody in invent invent that yeah. Or what? What would it be? The the tangleless, the tangleless, knotless, tangleless, tangleless, <laughs> untangable. The un- untangable cord. That would be it. I think it can't be tangled. Mm. And it would just has this some sort of lubrication. <laughs> so w- when it's when it's together, it's a bit of a slip and slide, but it doesn't sort of you know yeah. become one. I don't. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to sound negative, but I just can't see it. I just can't see it at the moment. Like I even look around now and I've got some cables down there and they've just, even as we speak, they're just joining, you know, they're just morphing into one, like just looking at me. Um, yeah, like in, like in Alien, yeah. those things that are in the pods that wrap around the neck. That's, that's, what they're, that's what cords are like. Yeah, and, you know, are they alive? Are we safe? You know, is, is someone going to lose, you know, a limb or their life? Because overnight cords just sort of They rise. do though. Yeah, they, they they move. Yeah, they, they move. <laughs> and and you know, yeah, the headphones is a great. I, I was tangled at work. I nearly got. I was nearly. I nearly got killed trying to leave work because I couldn't escape this this iPhone uh, headphone. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's but, that's a, you know, that's a that's an issue that I don't think I think everyone in some. You know, and even going back, if if we can just step back a little bit in time, back you know, and we're similar age, a lot of younger people out there won't know what we're talking about. But you know, when your home phone was mounted on the wall, and whether you had a short or a long cable, I mean, that mm. thing never stayed in any sort of nice, sort of simple formation. I mean, that just turned yeah. to shit the moment you picked it up to dial, press the buttons to dial your mate. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, Usher. It, it must have been the inspiration for, for that song because he was so, I'm so caught up. I reckon it was about chords, not about love. Yeah. He was just so angry. Yeah. Yep. No, nah, it's... Geez. Anyway, that yeah. just, I, don't, I don't have a solution, but just do better. Somehow. Yeah. Do better. Someone, I mean, opportunity. Come up with something. Yeah. No, good. Thanks for mm. that. Thank you. Uh, I'm on edge now. I'm just sort of looking around at my cables and just thinking, all right, I need to keep an eye on them. Um. My next topic tonight, Matt, um, look, uh, on a positive note, a lot of um, 
travel restrictions are easing uh, a bit. You know, we see the New Zealand Australian bubble thing happening, and which is great. We've got some great great friends in New Zealand, some listeners in New Zealand. We heard I heard from some recently. Um, so being able to get to and from is fantastic. Um, but it did make me think. You know, I, I travel a little bit domestically um, for work and 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 various things, and it, I was reminded recently of one of those just strange sort of phenomenons that happen to people on a plane and in particular when you land and for some reason there's still an amazingly high percentage of people that the minute a seatbelt light goes off they stand up and I oh. and I don't get I know it I don't get it there's a, there's at least a Five to eight minute wait, even one, even even for the first person that stands up till they can actually move, and it really gets to me. And and it's one of those things that I've brought it up a bit um, with various topics throughout this this series about I worry about the human race a little bit, and and that's just one of those things that you just sort of scratch your head and go, what are you, what are you doing? I don't, what are you actually doing? And unfortunately, it's a large percentage. I, I, like I, I would say on every flight, up to seventy percent of passengers that are up. As soon as that seatbelt lights off, and and then, and then they're doing that awkward sort of stance where they're you know because there's not much room, and you sort of hunched over a little bit, and your kind of heads tilted because you you the overhead you know cabin luggage things there, and they're standing there for minutes, and you're looking like fools, and then you have awkward eye contact with them, and it's you know they can't move all of a sudden they're sort of in this weird position, and I just I don't know why mm. I don't know why have you witnessed this? Oh, you've you've nailed this one. You've absolutely nailed this one. Oh, I, I'm actually one who does, who sits and waits. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm like a sniper when, when, when we land. <laughs> uh, like, oh, I'm patient. And, yeah. and you see tall people just, you know, in that awkward um, situation. And, yeah, I, I don't know why they, it's, it, it is like this, this, rush or something that that is that doesn't exist like you will get off the plane relatively quickly because then even if you're if you're standing it is like your traffic like when people are coming at you you've got to sort of give way and then like you know you could take out a granny (laughs) if you're like too aggressive on that on that entry into that laneway yeah because then you've got to contend not only with people coming at you who've already got their overhead you then have to quickly get your overhead yeah. Now, and you don't know if that overhead has been moved by by the crew yep. or by some turbulence. Yeah. So, you know, th- that makes that situation, you know, even more intense because you're <laughs> trying to reach for that and then come down. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would rather just wait it out. Um, yeah. and, and then if I'm sitting down and it starts moving, well, the others can actually wait until I get my overhead. So... <laughs> Because I, I reckon if you if you stand up, you're setting a pace. Mm. You're, you're you're saying I need to get out of here real quick. So everything you do is going to be forced and awkward from there. Yeah. So you're you're one of those people that that thinks they can, you know. It, it's like you know people in cars who like speed up before lights. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, dude, I, I told you. I, I knew I'd see you at the lights, even though you were you were tailgating me. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, they're like those people. So I'm I'm with you. No. That, that's 
Yeah. Yeah. And, then, you know, and there's, but there's times where it's like, you know, it might be a crowded flight and, and there's a, a, a lot of people in one particular area that get up at once and there's, there's some awkward grinding going on. You're in a small space. Look, I get, I, I don't love, I'm, I'm never really super comfortable sitting on a plane, right? So I get that you want to get up and get moving. But I, I, all of a sudden, uh, uh, you know, an aeroplane seat feels really comfortable when you have to just sit there and you're looking at the people all twisted and buckled trying to get out. I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny though if 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 the crew just went, okay, okay, Speedy, you want to get out quick? There's the door. You know, and just open it up and just let them, if they want to, just let them and just see them sort of plummet to the tarmac if they're really in that much of a rush. Yeah. Well, <laughs> think, think about it. Yeah. Everyone ends up at at the luggage claim. Yeah. Even All if, at the same time. Yeah, because even if you did, for some reason, miraculously, the seatbelt light goes off, you're up, and for some reason the captain goes, go for it, mate, get out, go for it, you're still going to be waiting at the luggage yeah. carousel. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're it, right. It's, unless they just – unless they feel like they have to – like, you know, they've been sitting down for so long that they need to stand up. I, I don't know. Yeah, I but – um. I mean, yeah, no, is, good, it a, good is it a sign of power? Yeah. You know, look at me. I'm standing up. I'm up oh. first. Don't know. I don't know. I, I think maybe it is that claustro- could be a claustrophobic subconscious thing that yeah. they just they're so jammed up that mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, just good. A, yeah. Good. Just, yeah. Just yeah I, I'm a, with you. Take a seat and relax. Yeah. 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 You got time. You got time. You got time. Now, oh, I'm going to close this one with. Um, this is something that I've. I've observed, and it's mainly with with guys, mm. okay? Because you know I'm a, a big big boxing fan and, and UFC fan, mm-hmm. and but do you know when when guys and it's sort of all all through, um, I guess the life of men is like, oh no, you wouldn't mess with him, you wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know you, you know when guys say that, oh no, you wouldn't mess with him, right? Yeah. Now, I, I started to actually think about that as, as okay, professional boxer, professional fighter or, or whatever, right? You, you'll be fighting in that arena. Mm. But in what world with like relatively normal people, are you actually messing with people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like um, let's give an example. Like Paul Gallon, right, who's that rugby league yep. star who's actually a very good boxer. Yeah. As if I'd go up, like, if he's in Chemist Warehouse, as if I'd go up to, to Paul Gallon in Chemist Warehouse and go, oh, there's something on your shirt. Oh, major look, you know, and just start <laughs> me- messing with it, you know. Why is he in Chemist Warehouse? Oh, I, I, I said somewhere I go a lot. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that if, if you, oh, you wouldn't mess with, but even if, if it's yeah. someone who isn't tough, who, yeah. who is messing, who is messing with anyone? <laughs> on on the streets, if you're like a, a, a civilized, if you're not a criminal, you're not like a mm. an ice addict or, or some some psycho. But it yeah. seems with with guys, regardless of what their occupation is, like even with my mates, it's like they they want to know who would beat who in a fight. You know, <laughs> even within our group of mates. Yeah, and then yeah, but the the classic you know out there is oh no, you wouldn't mess with him. No, yeah. you wouldn't mess with him. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it, you're right. You hear it a lot um, watching footy, you know, um, like yeah. recent actually recently watching a a Melbourne game and someone sort of you know 
was talking about Jack Viney, who's, you know, he's a tough footballer and that sort of thing, and, and said something along the lines of, you know, geez, I, you wouldn't want to run into him in a dark alley. Like, who's really <laughs> walking in dark alleys anyway? And, and the likelihood of actually walking in a dark alley and seeing Jack Viney there is pretty rare. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's not like he's going to, like, attack you in that alley. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure if you see him, you could probably say hi. But yeah, you're right though. It's a, it's a, it's a fascination though. It's and it goes down to that alpha male sort of combative sort of style of mm. just maybe it, you know, it's maybe it's part of the DNA from the cavemen days where you probably did have to fight anyone that you see because it's your turf or it's a, you know, you're fighting over a chunk of meat that you've just caught or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, but if you. It, it it seems to be with obviously with with sport or then fighting, but yeah. let's just say which which is absolutely right. It is that animal thing. But let's say if if we're that competitive, like I, my former accountant, who's you know one of the better accounts I've had, Rodney F. Cooper. Rodney F. Cooper was my accountant. You wouldn't say when it comes to accounting, you wouldn't mess with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't take it to like. Why don't we take it to jobs? Yeah, like because. None of my mates talk about what we do for work, and none of them say, "Oh, Matt, I wouldn't mess with you uh, in advertising, or yeah. uh, or Luke, I wouldn't mess with you in marketing, or or you know, Scott, Scotty, I wouldn't mess with you with psychology. You know, don't mess with him. Like it's it's always, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's such a it's such a stupid a stupid thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because you. It's if, even if there's a granny or a, a little kid, if whoever's messing with that person, well, shame on them. You know, oh, but no, I'd mess with that person, but I'm not going to mess with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you messing with to say you wouldn't mess with that person? Yeah, if that's who you're not. You must be, mess- you must be messing with a lot of people. <laughs> and what's the outcome of that, you know? Yeah, you yeah. should be in jail. <laughs> You know, disturbing the peace. Yeah, that's a it's an interesting observation actually, because <laughs> it's such a when you actually think about it, it's such a common throwaway line that you hear all the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. Maybe there's just if people out there listening to this, no doubt at some point soon, um, as you say, Matt. I think it's particularly males that sort of would throw those sort of things around. Maybe just question them when they say oh you wouldn't mess with him so well, who would you mess with and and what's your history <laughs> yeah we'll go yeah go if you would go mess with them now and you know you the either you'll you'll have tomatoes thrown at you or the police will arrive you know you'll be you know you you'll be in some sort of mental home yeah um but yeah no i just it's one of those little things you know that that men do yeah boys boys and their stupid sayings <laughs> uh good nah good stuff good way good way to finish um and that's that's about 30 ish um so we'll wrap up but uh gee whiz you know a lot to unpack there i mean i wonder if people aren't standing up on airplanes and messing with anyone i don't think they would be i don't think they're the well, type but, to mess with well, people there has been more situations though <laughs> where people <laughs> have messed with people <laughs> on airplanes there was one recently, so, and the and the reasons are crazy too. It's like you didn't bring me my water, or you know, and it's just on. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, maybe they are the people. Gee whiz, what a twist! Well, yeah, maybe you have to take because that's a crossover of topics where, you know, yeah, you got the alcohol, you got the tension of the claustrophobia, then you go, oh, I'm not going to mess with any. I, I, I won't mess. With, I'll mess. 
with all of them, but I'm not going to mess with that. Or, or that woman, you know. Yeah. And you wouldn't mess with it. the pilot, or maybe you would mess with the pilot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, surely you wouldn't. He's the one. Um, but who knows? Who knows what goes through people's minds? But um, anyway, we're going to wrap up. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, like we said off the top, Matt. You know what we love is people that subscribe. People that get their this podcast delivered to them and and share it around with their friends. We really appreciate that and uh, keep growing it. Keep growing this beast and, you know, point out some podcasts that we can mess with. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so what we're going to do, and I'll tell you who I wouldn't mess with. You know who I wouldn't Nick mess and- with. Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. You wouldn't mess no. with Nick Anderson. I mean, it's a, everyone knows that. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. So let's do this. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Matt. And we will return. Nick wouldn't stand up on an aeroplane either. No. He'd be too busy laying down beats. <laughs> hey everyone, Luke here. It's been a crazy busy start to the year and Matt and I are going to take a couple of weeks off just to refuel. Now the good news is this is episode number 24, which means there's plenty of episodes to get through if you haven't heard them all yet. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what some of your favourites are. And we will be back in a couple of weeks, fueled up, ready to go with more craziness that is humans in 30-ish. Stick around, subscribe, share with your friends. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back soon.